Hello and welcome. Today we are going to be talking about some sales call reminders right now on the front. This show is about motivation, positive attitudes, and taking action. Let's get pumped. Forge the path. Get fired up. Thanks for tuning in to Lead the Teams, The Front. And now, your host, Mike Phillips. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Front. My name is Mike Phillips, and I will be your host. As always, please check out the website at leadtheteam.net for some free sales training, for motivational content, and for leadership tips. Also, you could cruise on over to leadtheteam.tv and please subscribe to my YouTube channel there. I would sure appreciate that. And if you're interested in the audio podcast, those are available on Google Play, on iHeartRadio, and on iTunes. Just type in The Front and Mike Phillips in the search bar and it should pop right up. And whether you're watching the video or listening to the audio version today of The Front, please participate in the comments down below. Share your thoughts and share your opinions. Feel free to ask questions because often that leads to a really excellent future show. Remember, I do new episodes of The Front every Wednesday and Sunday. So today on The Front, we're talking about sales call reminders. And I'm talking about basic sales phone calls. So I'm going to get into that in just a minute. But I want to give a shout out where my inspiration came from today was from Leona Willener on LinkedIn who made a post and was talking about just the basics and a courtesy in B2B sales of depending on where you're calling from. If you're calling from the East Coast and I live mountain time, then do me the courtesy to know what time it is here. Like, don't call me at 6 a.m. And it was a really good post. And for me, that got my creative juices flown and made me think. Sometimes we have to just review the basics. And one of the things that I am still a huge fan of is, is the art to the phone call. And I know with all the texting and social media contact and Facebook Messenger and emails and so many different methods of communication, for me, I'm still a huge fan of the actual phone call, like pick up the phone, dial, call somebody, right? Reach out and touch someone. That was AT&T's thing in the 80s, maybe early 90s. You might be too young to remember that. But that's one of those things. And personally, I think that the phone call and the phone message, there's an art to those. And it's somewhat in sales, I think, becoming a lost art because people want to continually be innovative. They want to come up with all these new ways. Hey, what are the new ways that I can reach out to my customer base? What are the new ways that I can communicate and contact with somebody? But sometimes the older methods of doing things come back into style just like clothing styles. Or for example, if you get a birthday card in the mail from somebody, there's a certain level of class to that. Like I still enjoy getting the mail. Maybe I'm old school, but I like getting the actual mail. It makes you realize, hey, somebody's out there and remembered me and and here's this stuff coming in. Even if it is advertisements, they still remember you're there. So while I'm talking about the basics today, I've got a few reminders and a few things that I'm recommending that I think you should do before you ever start to pick up the phone. Let's talk about some basics of the phone call. Number one, before you've even started the call, be prepared. Care enough to do your research about the person, about their situation, 
uh, about what, like the post from this morning, where they're physically located. Before I pick up the phone and I'm going to call you and I'm going to expect you to invest your time with me, the salesperson, maybe I should know a little bit about you and about where where you are in the world or where you are in the 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 US. What time is it, right? When I'm calling you, is it oh dark 30 in the morning or are you going to be prepared to have a conversation? It, it takes preparation to be courteous and knowledgeable. You can't just pick up the phone and start dialing and, hey, do you want to buy this? The answer is no. No, they don't want to buy it. You have to have a presentation. You have to know something about somebody. People are into relationships right now. Look at all the social media. We've talked about it lots of times before. People want the connection of social media. People want the connection. You, you can go on and find out. And I'm not saying go cyber stalk somebody. I'm saying just take the time to be prepared and courteous enough so that you have some basic knowledge of the person, their business. Maybe, hey, how to pronounce their name, right? Number two, when you do pick up the phone, you have to dial with intention. What the heck does that even mean? You have to dial with intention. You have to dial with the end in mind. What are you expecting for the end result? What do I want to get out of this phone call? What do I want to give to the person out of this phone call? And then what should I expect in return? Right? What, what, what is the whole phone call? How does it play out in your mind? When you're picking up the phone and you start dialing that call, expect that they'll answer. That's why you're calling. So often we'll be training salespeople and they pick up the phone doot, 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 and they call. And then all of a sudden the person picks up the phone and says hello and they're stunned and they don't know what to say, right? So you need to, to have a plan. Like, what am I going to do out of this phone call? What info can I provide to them so that in return they can reciprocate the favor and say, yes, I'll set an appointment with you to come look at a car or I'll set an appointment with you to come look at your product. What's the end result? Number three, this one's easy. Smile. Smile when you're on the phone. It's so important because it'll come through in your tone. When you smile, it actually changes that the physiology of the person that's smiling, right? So it, it, it comes through in your voice tone. You, you come off more relaxed. The, I mean, that, that's all it is. One, before you start the call, care enough to be prepared. Two, dial with intention. Expect that they'll pick up. Three, smile. That, I mean, if you execute that on each phone call that you make, you'll have a better outcome on the other end. And after the, the you've done those three things, and, and, and I just used the word a minute ago, I said you've got to execute. You have to execute on what you said in your communication. What did you tell the person that you're going to do? Follow through. Do what you say you'll do. Because when you do that, then they go, hey, that person on the other end of the phone, that salesperson that I spoke with, they actually followed through and did what they said they would. They emailed me this or they sent me this or they sent this deal by mail or they shot me a text or whatever conversation you have. If you're providing information to them, just follow through. It's such a rarity now, in my opinion, it becomes such a rarity because people are so busy. They forget to follow through and do what they said they would. And if you don't do what you say you will, it sends a clear message that that phone call wasn't actually as important as what you made it seem like. What was important was the money on the other end of the phone call.
right? So spend the time. If you're going to invest the time with the person, you tell them you're going to do something at, at the end of all the, the process that I provided, just execute and follow through with what you said you will. Then that also sends a clear message that they are important, that when you call back next, you can expect them to want to follow through with you and taking your call. Now, all of that stuff is great if you get the person on the phone, right? What happens if they don't pick up the phone? Because two out of three times when you're picking up the phone on a sales call to call somebody, two out of three, maybe more than that now, people aren't going to pick up, right? You're going to have to leave a message. And here it comes. If your message just says, Hey, I was right. You take the traditional phone stance. I love the phone stance. I've got to chair this perfect for lean back. Oh, yeah. Hey, I was just calling to check on dot, dot, dot. Whatever it is that you were calling to check on. That's a crappy phone call. You're going to get about as far in as, hey, this is so-and-so from uh, this business. And they're going to delete. Boop. People get so many phone calls, they get so many text messages, they get inundated, just messages and information and stuff going at them every which way, every single day. And if you're not creative in the manner in which you leave your message, then it, it you're going to get as far as your name and your business and boop, delete. I didn't want to talk to that person from that business. So... You have to be a little bit different in the way that you leave a phone message. And again, this is one of those I'm highly opinionated on. This is my opinion. I was talking to my wife about this this afternoon, and she even brought up the point because I said, you got to leave the message differently to get somebody to listen long enough that they'll call you back because that's the goal of any phone message. It's not just to dial and be like, there's another one, there's another one, there's another one. The, the, the idea behind the phone message is to get a return phone call. So that then you can execute on those first three things we talked about today. And when I was talking to my wife, she says, it's just like the grocery store, right? They're constantly rearranging stuff in the grocery store. So you have to look at a different place. You have to look high. You have to look low. They have new uh, marketing materials up front. So when you're looking at it, all of a sudden you make an impulse buy, right? They change it up so that it's, even though it's the grocery store, there's still something kind of fresh and new at times in front of you, you know, they change with the holidays and the seasons and they put different, uh, you know, and new marketing materials in front so that your eye catches them. And before you know it, you got a cart full of York peppermint patties. <laughs> so, so here's a simple recipe for a voicemail. Again, this is one of those things that worked for me has worked for me for a number of years. Number one, I'm going to give you four steps to this. So this is like a two for one. You get three ways uh, of when you're actually getting someone on the phone and you get four steps to, to when you're leaving a message. Number one, be over the top enthusiastic and just state your first name. Hey, it's Mike calling. Don't give them anything else at that point. Because when you're over the top enthusiastic, then it feels like a friend. It feels familiar. It feels comfortable. Because when you leave a friend a message, it's like, hey, it's Mike, call me back, right? It's simple. Number two, state the content and what you want to have the, the potential customer or customer do. State the content of your message. Everyone knows I'm in the auto business. So it's like, hey, uh, hey, it's Mike calling. Listen, I have great news on this Ford F-150 truck you were looking at. Please give me a call back at, right? So you've stated the name, stated the content, Stated what you want the customer to do. Number three, leave your name again. Optionally at that point, then you could leave the business, right? Because they've listened to it and they got the idea of, okay, here's here's uh, what I'm supposed to do. 
And then number four, make sure you leave your phone number twice, two times. Leave the phone number and make sure that the customer knows besides calling you back, they can text you and let you know that they received your message. So it's really, really simple. State your name, state the content, tell the customer what you want them to do. State your name again and then state the phone number twice. And if you're pumped up and excited when you leave the message, the customer will call you back. Or you'll at least have a lot higher likelihood that the customer will call you back than, hey, it's Mike calling again. Please, for God's sake, I hope you listen to this whole message and call me. That doesn't work right? You got to be excited. Hey, it's Mike calling. Listen, you were in here the other day looking at a Ford F-150. Man, great choice on the vehicle. I have really exciting news for you. Again, it's Mike. My number is 719-555-5555. That's probably one too many numbers, but just for the sake of the experience. And then leave the number twice. So those are my sales call reminders for today on this episode of The Front. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I sure appreciate you. Again, if you've gotten something out of this episode, please give it a thumbs up. Share it on your social media. I would sure appreciate it. Remember, I do new episodes of The Front every single Wednesday and Sunday, and I would love to have you tune in. Until we speak next time, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day.